Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This is the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Captain Mickey has been guiding the Texas Gulf Coast waters for over 30 years and has won numerous national and local tournaments. Now, here's your host, Captain Mickey. Good morning. Welcome to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show on this Saturday morning. I'm Captain Mickey Eastman. Producing this morning is Jace and our sponsors today. We have Big D Marine. They're a new sponsor of the Outdoor Show. The Belleville Meat Market, Boyd's One Stop, and Mainstream Marketing. All right, looking at weather. It's 52 down on the island right now in Galveston. Uh, Today they're calling for windy with showers early. Then cloudy in the afternoon, high of 57 today, north-northeast winds 20 to 30 miles per hour, and a rain chance of about 40%. There's a little bit on radar out west of us, just above Laredo, and moving towards San Antonio, it's kind of training to the northeast, so we may get a little light rain off of that. I don't know whether it'll be heavy or not. We'll just have to wait and see, see what it develops into. And then for tonight, cloudy with gusty winds developing after midnight, Low of 47, north winds 20 to 30 miles per hour. And then for tomorrow, cloudy skies, high of 58. Winds north-northeast 15 to 25 with higher wind gusts. So, uh, man, spring just hadn't really kicked in yet. Boy, we thought we were on our way. Another another shocker. All right, looking at uh, tides for today. These are Galveston Channel tide predictions. We have a low at 8.19 a.m. It's a negative 0.4. Then a high at 4.37 p.m., a 1.3. Then a low at 8.59 p.m., a 1.1. 7.25 a.m. is sunrise. 7.29 p.m. sunset. Our moon phase is 21%. Headed towards our next new moon. All right, current conditions right now down on the Galveston Channel. It's 52 degrees. Water temp 64.8. We'll call that 65. North-northeast winds 18 to 24 and at Eagle Point, it's 52 degrees with 61-degree water. North winds at 14 to 25 miles per hour. And Morgan's Point, it's uh, no air temperature report. That thing is uh, messed up this morning. It does have a water temperature, though, 63 degrees. And winds are about north at uh, 12 to 18. All right, barometric pressure 30.16 inches and steady. So there it is. That's, uh, that's where we stand here. And... Another front, so we'll work through it. 
All right, let's run over to Sabine Lake and uh, let's get started off with Captain Bill Watkins this morning. Bill, good morning. How are you doing? Lord help me. Are you all right this morning? <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm live. Boy, what a storm yeah. yesterday morning. I was driving through uh, getting here. Man, that was crazy. That was crazy. You know, we had winds at, at the ferry over there at like 55 miles an hour. I believe that, it. That was, yeah, that's, that's uh, something that you just cannot fish in. And I had I had some guys that insisted on driving down here. I remember you Tyler. telling me that, and that's the first thing I thought of when I was sitting here in the dark yesterday uh, morning in the studio waiting on power to resume. It never did. <laughs> and and uh, I said, boy, Bill's got to meet a party this morning. They said they were going no matter what. I said, man, this is going to hit him yeah. just about launch time. Well, they got uh, they got they got better sensibilities about the whole thing. Uh, you know, always listen to your guide. Yeah, always. You know, I mean, my my whole deal is cancel at the launching ramp, but I cancel from the gas station. <laughs> I call him. He said, "I see your point. I see your point." I said, no, "We just can't do anything with this. It's just too dangerous." It is. He said, okay, okay, we'll, we'll back off. <laughs> but uh, then there was Thursday. And Thursday was, golly, you talk about some bad weather. We, we've had, uh, I don't know what in the world. We didn't have any rain before the storm hit. And how in the world the lake got that muddy, I have no idea. It was coffee with cream. Wow. All over the Louisiana shoreline and as far out as I could see. And, uh, I mean, it's just like a washing machine out there. And I, I guess the wind just blew that hard. Well, it did. And, and, you know, your water's warmed up, and then you've got all that, uh, you know, all the photoplankton and everything else in the water, and that just makes it just get that much more muddy. Oh, it was horrible. I mean, literally like coffee with cream. <laughs> and uh, I, th I thought, well, uh, <laughs> I launched at Johnson Bayou because I thought I'd be protected from the high winds later in the day. Mm -hmm. Well, that worked out all right. But where did I have to go? All the way darn near to the Gulf to catch fish. Oh, you had to so I the drove corner, corner and run down crazy. Well, yeah. I drove all the way past where I should have lost. Yeah, you passed ten miles. Hey, how, how many times have we done that over the years? <laughs> oh God, you know, and I jump got out there. Of the skillet into the fire, boys. So let's go with it. <laughs> yeah, well, that was a bad decision. Well, it worked out later in the day because the wind was screaming. Oh, you yeah. know, that part of it worked out, but I kept going. I run all the way down by about a mile. Looked at a good spot. It was still coffee with cream. I went all the way to the mouth of the bayou, five miles. Got there. The lake looked about one inch visibility better. Goodness. And I kept going. I fished five different areas and kept going and kept going and kept going. And finally, when I got about five miles to the west, I started figuring out that the water was clearing slightly. Right. I, I just threw my hands up and ran to the ship channel. When in doubt, go south. Yeah. You know, no doubt. Go, go around Blue Buck Point and go down to the Gulf. 
And sure enough, I found some halfway decent water down there, and it was on for the redfish, a few trout, uh, but <laughs> I swear. So I, I burned, you know, 13 or 14 gallons of gas needlessly. But that's the way it is. Sometimes you make the wrong call, and you just got to turn around and go back the other way. Oh, no, that's Golly, that was... The oh, we caught, we uh, play. Yeah, we caught some beautiful redfish, man. I mean, I posted some pictures on Facebook. It was beautiful. Thank God and, for redfish. Uh, I love them. And, and the trout showed up on the high tide. They kind of pulled in. The tide changed and it started bulling up. And uh, we managed to catch, I think we caught three and lost three or four at the boat. They weren't biting very good, but uh, we found a few. And, uh, hey, life's good. We wound up with about 16 or 17 head of fish and uh, worked out great. And those redfish were just the right size. If I'd have been fishing a redfish tournament, I'd have won it. I mean, there's no doubt about it. I had some 26 and three quarters, and one that was questionably 27 exactly, and they were wide-bodied rascals too. They had some heft to them. Those fish were just, uh, and we had one about 26, but they were all just right in there around uh, 29 to 26 and a half. It was perfect, perfect redfish to catch, have a good time with. No doubt. Yeah, Game changer. That's all you got. Save the day, buddy. That's all you got. That's, that's all you got. That's all you got. Hey, <laughs> man's only got so much to work with at times. You got to make the most of it. But they were stacked in there in that spot. Golly. Awesome. Oh, yeah. That was that was a blast. But here we are again, and uh, now we're just blown out for a few days. Oh, man, this extended forecast looks looks gnarly. I mean, it just, yeah. I'm telling you. Spring breakers hit it right again this year. <laughs> yeah, they did. Yeah. That, uh, well, oh, I, it just never fails. I got Tuesday and Wednesday booked, and I might be able to make it. You know, you know, it's supposed to turn around, come out of the southeast. Well, we shall see. Save your breath. Yeah, yeah. Or no telling. <laughs> no joke, man. Anytime you, there was some, east. Uh, there were some unbelievable straight line winds with that line of storms. You know, it got. I ran through an extremely big red cell yesterday morning. About I don't know. I, I was coming to the studio. I guess I hit it about a quarter to three or 10 minutes till three and for about a one mile stretch on the road there I, it took everything i had to hold my vehicle on the road i thought it was going to blow me in the ditch and, and it reminded me of that movie twister we have debris i mean there was stuff <laughs> lying around there paper cups and plastics and I mean, limp pieces of limbs. I'm going, what in the And I could, it was all I could do is to see the lines on the road at 20 miles an hour. It was raining so hard that the raindrops were hitting the road and coming up above my eye level. And it just made it like a whiteout. It was crazy. Oh, that is, that's tough driving something like that. 
it is was crazy. only, you know, about 10 minutes of that, me driving through it. It probably took 20 minutes on land to clear, but I was driving through it heading this way. And, uh, boy, it dumped some rain, and, man, the streets were flooded. I knew I was done mm. when I pulled up here at the studio, and I said, man, the front porch light ain't on. The vapor light in the back isn't on. I'm going, this is not good. Everybody had power behind me, but just me right on this frontage road that I'm on, <laughs> nobody had power. I'm going, not uh, good. Yeah, that's uh, – <laughs> you probably knew that uh, – it wasn't going to get restored right away. No, it uh, it actually took nine hours for them to restore power yesterday. Oh, man. And I was worried about <clears throat> my equipment in here, you know, with those. I mean, it was it was some unbelievable lightning. It was like somebody was striking an arc with a welder right in your, right in your eyeballs, you know, dry, trying oh, to drive in that. And, uh, yeah. But everything works. And here, at, uh, I got here early this morning to make sure all my equipment works. And thank God I got it all on good surge protectors, not cheap ones, the good ones. That way you don't lose anything. That's when that, that money counts right now that you spent. I know a guy lost a TV of... yesterday, and it was the only one in this house that didn't have a surge protector. Fried it. <laughs> Lord have mercy. He said, man, if I'd have just spent 20 more bucks. Yeah. That's right. Well, I, I promise you that was uh you wouldn't have wanted to have been in a boat in that. No, I wouldn't have wanted to have been on the water last night. And it uh No. Blaine said he saw finally, there was some straight line winds up to 70 miles an hour with that. Thank God it was a thin line. It wasn't deep, you know, 20, 30 miles deep. That would have been nasty. That would have been nasty. Good grief. I don't know how hard it blew here at the house, but it, it blew a few leaves around. And uh, I think, oh, shoot, we had we had gusts 35 before it hit the day before. Oh, yeah. It was twisting the cane. I'd stick my power <laughs> pole down. That's pretty bad up, when it's uh, twisting cane, man. Hey, I'd get up and stick that power <laughs> pole down right at the bank right. and try to fish out. And uh, it would drag the boat. The power pole, I got a 10-footer, and it would it would just push that power pole through the mud. I felt like I was plowing the lower 40. Yeah, you just no way to... while you were there, especially with the water oh. cooler, too. <laughs> oh, yeah. It yeah, you could have tracked the coon across the touch for sure. You sure could have. Hang on, Bill. Let me do this commercial break. I'll be right back, buddy, if you got time. Hang on. All right. Well, you know, Big D Marine... They're having their grand opening of their newest store in Hitchcock, Texas, on Highway 6. That's April 15th. Go by and shop great deals on a fine selection of center console boats like Seapro, Dargle, Seaborn, and Shearwater. Outboards by Mercury, Suzuki, and Yamaha. Mention my name. You get $1,000 and a free 20-hour service off your new rig. They'll have a live band, free barbecue, and refreshments. Call them at 409-938-4408. That's Big D Marine, grand opening, April 15th, in Hitchcock, Highway 6. Don't miss it. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. 
Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show, 418 here in the Bayou City. All right, Bill, we are back. Thanks for the hold. Well, I, <laughs> yep, that was a uh, that was a pretty good long break there. Yeah. A little bit different. Yeah. Quick that's break, good. Right Don't back. pay the bill. <laughs> yeah, break, right the bill. <laughs> well, yeah, that, I'll tell you what, I don't know what's, uh, what's going to happen with our watercolor, uh, but I think it'll turn around as soon as it settles down. Right. You know, we didn't have any rainfall to speak of. The only river that had it was up a little bit was the Sabine. Right. And uh, somehow they got a choke point up there at Highway 12 and at I-10. That that's a choke point. That river, that road dump they built on uh, on Highway 12. I think that actually. It's just like a dam. It slows that river flow down, uh, and it's just it's been up for a long time. But above that, up to Toledo, it's not. You know that's what's so weird. Right. And uh, but that that's slowed down enough that it doesn't really mess up the watercolor that much. So I think what's going on is it just got the Gulf tore up that bad, and it runs some. Muddy water up in there. Yeah, when that tide, Probably that, that tide exchange. Yeah, that southwest wind, and it run it run a bunch of muddy water up in Sabine Lake, and uh, the ship channel's dirty. Everywhere's dirty, and then uh, it, it just hadn't got out of there yet. And when it calms down and we get some clear water to Gulf, it'll swap out, and the marsh will filter a lot of it too. I noticed that uh, when I come back to the landing Thursday evening, it was uh, it was starting to clear back there by the landing. So you know that's indicating to me that it, the marsh is doing its job. So it, it it should turn around as soon as the wind stops. That's <laughs> that's what we need to happen. Some wind stopping. Well, we were lucky. The we had that one week here in March that was just calm and warm and beautiful every day and i said well y'all hang on when mark decides to blow in it's gonna be like a line here it goes and so we are yeah, definitely getting our finally... winds now buddy oh yeah and uh that 
that was a blessing, and that let me know during that calm spell how many trout I've got. Right. They're ever, they're all oh, it over. It makes the place. a difference when you got the uh, weather to work with. You can do so many different yes. things. You know. Yep. And uh, the the surprising part was we had at least ten miles of trout that had moved up toward the shoreline, and uh, now they're all scattered to heck and gone. But they'll be back. They're still out there. And, uh, when a, you have a, a <clears throat> dirty up event like that. Uh, and the wind blows for days, it uh, it'll push them off. Yeah, and they're just scattered around out there. So, getting a bait in front of one of them is, you know, slim to none. But once they uh, once they move back, that water clears a little, it'll be on again. Well, it'll help you know, if you get a wind direction to stay the same for a while. And then yeah. push all that dirty water offshore and clean up that shoreline that's protected from. Those fish will move into that good water. That's right. They sure will. But uh, they they didn't leave. They're still out there. Uh, that's that's going to be where they'll be for a while. And we've had some shrimp move in and a little bitty pogey. And I think there's probably some glass minnows in there, too. Yeah, it's glass minnow time. Everybody's eating them, you know, and uh, that's that's one thing that uh, that I've been able to key on is uh, if you see a bunch of egrets on the on the shoreline, that's the shoreline to fish because <coughs> they uh there uh, there's a lot of bait there and they're they're steady. We even had some pelicans scooping up bait, right? And and that's where those fish were. They were right there. Couldn't see them, but I could see them on the depth finder. Mm-hmm. Man, oh, man, they were stacked in there. That's a school of redfish that's just unbelievable. <laughs> and they're all upper slots, just about probably 90% of them. That'll work. Just, yeah, they're just getting ready to. But, you know, I see that all the time on uh, up and down that ship channel. I can see boomerangs just stacked on top of each other right out there in about 25 20 to 25 feet and when they move up to the shoreline you can catch them it's like they're uh, all they gotta do is come into like 12 foot of water or less and then they'll bite but man when they're down there like you're talking about they're almost impossible to catch (laughs) i hadn't been able to figure it out yeah i wish somebody would call me and let me know if they have dynamite but i yeah there you go <laughs> drop a hand grenade down to them that would get them <laughs> <laughs> but they're being multiple places like that so i'm thinking that the redfish population is extremely healthy and uh when the trout when the tide runners come in they mix in with those redfish right and you can see that they're just smaller boomerangs and mm-hmm. boy when they come up on the ridge Oh, good grief. You better be ready. Hang on, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. I I pulled up there and saw those birds lying down that bank, and I told them boys, I said, if you think you're not as weak, you better retie it right now. Yeah. And uh, no, no, everything's good. They all checked everything. And the first cast, one of them had one on. I mean, he said, well, 
what makes you think they're here? I said, you see all those birds? There's bait, and they're all picking bait. And the redfish are coming from underneath. Yeah, they show them shallow. No, it was on. That was a beautiful thing to see. Fishing cowbirds, egrets. (laughs) Yeah, that's exactly right. Yep, that's what they are. And there were some cattle egrets, too. Snowies and uh, cattle egrets. All of them. And the pelicans, too. They were just scooping that bait up with their old bill. They weren't dive bombing. They were just floating around scooping. Right. <laughs> that's, that's fun to watch. They shoot that head into the water and get them a pouch full of minnows and sign that water out and down it Hold goes. Hold that head up and down the hatch it goes. Yep. Don't, don't, don't. They'll throw that beak in the air three or four times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're interesting birds to watch. But, uh, yeah, I, it was good. And you could throw pretty much anything with a yellow tail on it. Anything. And they'd bite it. And, then we, and we found the trout later in the lake. Uh, they had moved up a little on the high tide. Right. And we'd, we'd just tuck in against the bank and cast out. I think, <clears throat> excuse me, the, the white fishermen probably couldn't have done very much better because uh, they were so scattered. Mm-hmm. But there were a few in there, and uh, and then the wind came. Oh, <laughs> it was 15 to 20 for most of the morning, but around 1230, it cranked up to about 35. Yeah, that 25 I, to 35 kicked in quick. Oh, it just happened all of a sudden. Oh, the yeah. sky kind of pulled back. And the, the dark clouds moved back. The sun come out, and it blew. And uh, I don't even know how hard, but it was so hard, I, my power pole wouldn't hold. It would just plow. Well, our and, uh, uh, our water temps are going to drop pretty good with this, especially with all the cloud cover we're going to have. You know, it was sunny <clears> yesterday, but we're going to cloud up for the next probably three, maybe four days. Oh, well. And that wind blowing that cool temperature into the water like that, it's going to chill it down. So that'll help you you clean up your water. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, But, hey, that's, uh, I I think I've pretty much seen it all in 24 years. You think? I I think I've seen it all. Hang on, bud. Live another 10, you'll see more, I promise you. Uh, Yeah, I believe you're right. (laughs) I mean, you know, it's harder than you thought you'd seen it all. You know, I'm looking at oh. water temps this morning. You know, I was talking to Randy Deerman up on Rayburn Thursday morning, and their water temperature dropped 11 or 12 degrees. He said his bat, bass bite went went south on him. You know, he was catching <laughs> a bunch of them every day, and he, I think uh, Wednesday only caught about a dozen fish. And yeah. He, uh, well, I'm looking at. On our main bay on Eagle Point, we're below 61 now. It's 60.8. And last wow. week, that was about 74 to 75 degrees. So it's pretty, not it's pretty good drop. It's not a problem. It's not a problem to have uh, cold water temperatures, but it takes a while for those fish to get used to a fast drop. Yeah, they got to reacclimate. <clears throat> and they get a 14-degree drop. <laughs> Hey, yeah, it it takes them a while to. That sure. makes those trout go nuts. They they just uh, they can't handle that. After it's been 
53 degrees for two or three weeks, oh, they'll bite. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't have a problem with that. And sometimes when it warms up too quick, it shuts them down. Right. If it flies up, you know, water temperature changes in two days and gets up to about 70 and from 53, that has a reverse effect. Well, but it's the cold drop that really screws them up. Everything, and, including uh, us, likes stability. Yeah, that's true. Oh, well. So it's uh, it, it, we just got to wait till it warms off a little bit. Well, It'll all be okay. It. Yeah, the exciting thing is I know I've got a lot of fish to catch. That's good. And that's that that makes it better. That all makes right, it better. better. Well. I guess it's time for me to get off here. It's it's time to uh, do another one of those uh, quick breaks right back. So uh, give give them a number, Bill. Somebody wants to call you. 409-673-9211. Or fishsabinelake.com. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. Thank you, Bill. Have a good weekend. Be safe out there, buddy. Put another log on the fire. Big D Marine is having the grand opening of their newest store in Hitchcock, Texas, on Highway 6. That's April 15th. Go by and shop great deals on a fine selection of center console boats like Blackwood, Camus, by Earl Bench, G3, XL, and Crestliner. Outboards by Mercury, Suzuki, and Yamaha. Mention my name. Get $1,000 and a free 20-hour service on your new rig. They'll have a live band, free barbecue, and refreshments. Call them 409-938-4408. That's Big D Marine Grand Opening, April 15th in Hitchcock, Highway 6. Don't miss it. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey, everyone. Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Live from the Twin Peaks studios, Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show, 434 here in the Bayou City. Let's run up to Lake Conroe now. Let's check in with Richard Tosh, the fish dude. Richard, I bet you loved it yesterday. Oh, uh, you know it. That dang wind was getting it. <laughs> Did you fish after Good. all that came through? No, no. I don't blame you. I, I said even of... Richard didn't go today, man. No, that dang dang wind was just cutting too hard. <laughs> there, ain't, there ain't no doubt. I wasn't gonna get out there in that because it's you know it wasn't wouldn't have been too bad if that wind hadn't had been back down about twenty miles an hour, but it was it was still getting it. You know, thirty five, forty miles an hour yesterday. So. Uh uh-uh. uh. Not for me. 
Not for me. I wasn't. I wasn't a big fan. So I just did. I just did a little rat killing and stuff. I went and got a got a new hub for a prop and stuff like that. So other than that, it's all good. So we're gonna go get them today, though. We're gonna get out there and see if the bass want to play this morning, and then this afternoon see what. I don't know what I'm gonna do this afternoon. Probably hybrids and catfish, but this morning we're gonna try them. Try them greenfish to see how they want to act. But yeah. them dang things have been being they've been being weird here lately. I guess I guess that like a couple of weeks ago we had that full moon. They moved up and then had a wave of them move up and then they just did their thing and got. I mean they were they're gone. And then now it's just a bunch of dang little ones. I mean nobody's really catching anything over six or seven pounds right now. But I I got a feeling when that next that next full moon kicks in, there's going to be another wave of big ones come up because it just they hadn't had enough, they hadn't been spawning enough, and they're, they, I mean, so far all I've seen is just a couple of rounds and nothing really big. So I don't know. There may be, a, there's got to be another wave coming up to spawn, and that'll be on the next full moon. So when that happens, that there may even be another one later on in, in you know, late April or May. Right. So, We'll see. We'll see. You know, the water temperature's still way on up right now. I mean, it was, what was I don't even remember what it was the day before yesterday. It was 70, 70, like 74 in the back of the coast. Main Lake, it, you know, it's 72, 70, long, long in there. After this front, it's going to cool it down, though, because we had about two inches of rain along with that wind. So, you know, that's that ain't got no choice but to cool it down some. So, mm-hmm. that is. You know that'll get them. That'll get them kind of positioned back to where they want to come up and and spawn again. Like say on the next full moon. Yeah, they'll so, restage. Right. I mean, it's it's just a it, it's weird right now because like Tuesday, I started Tuesday night, started up, fished it, not nothing but shortfish. I couldn't catch nothing but shortfish. I mean, it's I don't know what the heck's going on there. And I was in spots where I normally catch big ones this time of year too. Because usually the first, the first couple of rounds of the Tuesday nights, I'll catch a couple of seven or eight pounders because they're I, usually they're on. But this year, everything's a little bit different. I mean, it's just just a little bit off, you know. And I'm not sure what the deal is other than water temperature. You know, it's just it just everything's just a couple of weeks away from doing what it should do, or it was a couple of weeks ago. You know, it's either coming or going. It's already been or went. So. It's hard to it's hard to deal with it when they do that too because I know the big ones are there and it's just they just won't eat right now they're sitting back and just kind of hanging off waiting you know there's I went into one little spot and I've been talking to some fellows about it it's got a little shelf and then it it drops off this little shelf's about say two and a half to three feet deep on top of this little shelf then it drops off about a it's got about a foot and a half to a two foot drop off. We're right on the edge. Well, they're on that edge. They're on that drop-off. They're not up on that shelf right now. So you got to find that, that little change, that, that, that little drop-off, that little edge that they're, they're sitting there and just kind of sitting on, waiting on all the conditions to get right again, and then they'll pull right back up. I mean, they're just they're right there. I mean, it's, that's what's so bad. They're right there. And it's just a matter of, of finding the right ones that will, That'll actually eat your bait, and then being patient with them enough again, because you got to realize there are there they're spawning fish. 
So with spawning fish, you have to make multiple casts. I mean, repeated over and over. You may make 30 or 40 casts to one spot. But finally, I mean, if you know there's a fish there and you make those casts, that fish will eat. It's just you, you got to aggravate it enough to make it eat. And it's just sometimes you got enough patience, sometimes you don't. <laughs> now, using the that Lawrence Active Target, you know, I'm, I'm doing the same thing. I'm spotting them on there, and I'm making multiple casts to them. And some of them you can, yeah, I mean, you kind of have to chase. They'll actually move around and yeah. move from, they, they may move 20 feet, and then they'll set up on another spot 20 feet away. But then they're always coming back. And these are, you know, normally years ago, especially when I was younger, I would be up on the front deck with a anything I could perch up on, a cooler or whatever, to stand up there and increase my height so I could see down in that water better and spot right. these fish. Now, with Active Target, I ain't got to do that. I'm looking at them and throwing right at them. So it's the same thing, but you're, you know, you got to change that your mindset. And it's we talked about that the other day. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm getting older, you're getting older. The older generation wants to stick to this way I've done it for years and years. Keep chunking, keep chunking, keep chunking. Well, if I'm looking at that screen and I'm seeing there's no fish there, I, now I don't want to throw there no more. You know, it's, it's why am I going to throw there? There's nothing there. So it's uh, that part's really changed the game as, as far as hanging around the productive areas or non-productive areas, being able to find bait fish. You know, a lot of people... A lot of people ask me, say, well, do these fish hang around structure? Well, sure. What are you considering structure, though? Fish are, uh, bait fish are structure. You know, big balls of bait fish are structure out there, so they're swimming around. They're moving structure. So, yeah, they, they hang to every piece of structure, whether it be a, a drop-off, whether it be a, a ball of great uh, bait fish out there in the wide open water, uh, you know, whatever. They're going to chase bait fish no matter what. It's wherever you find the bait, there's going to be bass or any other type of fish. If there's no bait in the area, just like with trout and redfish, if you don't see no shrimp or mullet somewhere, there ain't no fish. It just ain't happening. They're not there. 99% of the time, sometimes you'll get lucky and just pull in and do a spot check, you know, and catch a few. Yeah. I'm with you. I understand you got to have bait. Fish. Right. I mean, I mean, if if you're a big old bubba, a fat boy that likes to eat, you're not going to get too far from the refrigerator, man. No, sir. I guarantee you, you're going to hang right there at the door. Wait that's on it. the dope. And, that's, and, I mean, that's that's the whole thing right there. So many people fish so much unproductive water, that, and it's just because they're not, you know, that when I'm on the water, I'm, I'm not I focus <laughs> you on You put fishing, it perfect, right? unproductive water. We seem to have quite a bit of that nowadays <laughs> down this way. <laughs> I, I hear you. I hear you. But, you know, the, the thing about it is, is is if you're not paying attention to your surroundings, if you're not looking at the at the area and saying, is there bait fish, is there some activity going on around me, then then you know that if as long as you see those things, you know you're fishing a productive area and your co- confidence can stay or your confidence will be there. As soon as I pull in the area, if I spend a few minutes and I'm looking around and I'm I'm seeing absolutely zero activity, I'm not seeing any bait on my depth finder, I'm not seeing anything on the surface, I'm not seeing any fish movement, 
I'm not seeing anything on the shoreline, whether it be a squirrel, a bird, or whatever. I lose confidence, and I'm going to leave. Now I pull into the next spot, and all of a sudden I see one shad flick. Okay, now we got a spot because we got we got some bait. You know, I may not see it on my that funder, but I, I saw him flick on the top, and then I, then I see another one. And all of a sudden on the bank, I see a fish move. I see a blade of grass move. So, okay, now I know we've got some stuff in there. Now my confidence is there. I'll sit there and fish the whole time and keep chunking. And that's, it's, you know, confidence too, uh, baits, bait changers. I, I mean, I know some people, they'll, they'll pick up a bait and they'll chunk it, say a spinner bait. They'll pick up a spinner bait, chunk it five times, sit down and change it to a buzz bait. So that buzz bait five times, sit down and change it to a worm. It's like, what in the world are you doing? You ain't gave them half a chance. And it it tells me you ain't got confidence in what you're throwing. So you'll see me sit in the back of a boat, and I'll sit there and I'll throw the same thing over and over and over. And people say, why don't you change? It's working. It catches the fish I want to catch. I mean, I'm doing just fine with it. You know, I may I may not catch as many as some, but I catch enough. You know, like I talk about my, my pink worms, you know, I got a bunch of pink uh and and uh the pink shad assassins and, and the pink tap outs that I use all the time. I mean all the time. <clears throat> especially this time of year. And it's more for my being able to see it. But those fish for some reason they don't like pink this time of year anyway. Because they're, you know, they're spawning. It looks like something up there trying to eat their eggs and stuff like that. And then, I, so pinks and whites are what I use a lot this time of year. And mostly for my... See, and my, that, that's a good point you brought up about visibility of your bait, being able to see it. You know, that's the way we are with topwaters. We use a lot of bone and chartreuse and stuff like that and pink topwaters. That way we can see that bait when we throw it a country mile out there and we're rolling it across the surface because you want to... You want to watch that bait and see if something's following it or swirling at it or whatever, and it, keep, it keeps you in better contact, and uh, you, can, exactly. you can stay visible and in control of your bait better. And it uh, that's a good point. Visibility is everything, especially for us. It really is. And, and, I mean, it is for, it's like with those shad assassins and even a topwater bait the same way in freshwater. Because if mm-hmm. you got one tracking your bait, you want to see that he's tracking it. Sure. You, know, cause you that want to know whether to can, speed it up or slow it down or stop it, exactly. start it, whatever, to make him bite it, sure. That's exactly right. No I, mean, that's, that, that, I mean, especially shallow water situations, the, that that visibility of your bite is a, is a critical thing at times. You know, not always. But, hey, before but we go, times. let me ask you a, a question <laughs> about bass fishing. I'm watching okay. a guy on TV right now. He's throwing a crankbait. He's catching a bunch of bass and some pretty nice ones. He's got 12 rods laying on the deck on one side of his bow up there and about, yeah. you know, probably looks like six or eight on the other side. When he catches a big bass and he's walking around, he's stepping all over his rods. I'm going, oh, no. I mean, what is up with that? Why do you have to have that many rods laid out? <laughs> okay. Now I don't that, get that. that. Well, that, that is actually a good point. Well, see, here's one of the things about it. Now, I used to do it on Rayburn a lot, but I would do it with jigs. I would, because when that hydrilla was real deep over at Rayburn, they loved to jig. So what I would do a lot of times in a tournament situation, you would you never want to change from change a bait. You don't want to sit down and retie. You don't want to do this and do that because 
it's when you retire, it's it's time. It's costing you time in that tournament. You're on the clock. Well, this guy in the tournament, he's fun fishing with a camera in the back. Well, then he's just okay. Well, he's just being. Goofy. I, is that just but, for show or what? I mean, I don't get it. Well, I mean, both, a lot of if I count the rods laying on his deck, he's probably got uh, twenty different lures okay. tied on. To be safe yep. to say. Right. Okay. But see, what he's doing is he's got he'll have a square bill on one that dives three to three to five feet. He'll have another. He'll have another one that'll go. Six to twelve feet. He'll have another one that'll go twelve to eighteen feet, and then he'll have a big twenty-foot diver on. Okay, that just takes up your crankbait section. Then you take a Carolina yeah. rig, a worm, uh, you know, spinnerbait. I got you. Top water well, bait. I'm I'm That's I'm that. glad I'm a saltwater fisherman. <laughs> That's all I got to say. I got time I to tie you. another bait on. All right, Richard, I got to run, buddy. Throw him out a number. If somebody wants to call you. All right, Mickey, anyone get in touch with me at 936-661-7920. You can find me on Facebook. Just check out the Fish Dudes Guide Service. You can email me at admin at com, or just check out the webpage, com. All right, buddy. Have a good weekend, Richard. See you, man. Yes, yes, sir. Y'all too. Later. All right, that's the Fish Dude up on Conroe. Now let's run down to Matagorda and check in with Captain Charlie P. Charlie, what's happening? Hey, good morning. How What's you doing? What's going on, buddy? How many rods uh, do you need? <laughs> well, it just sounds to me like that guy's just trying to find some productive water. That's what he's <laughs> trying to do. That's all it can be. <laughs> Boy. Well, fishing fighting, got fish and stepping all over his rods and everything. I know they're laying on carpet, but that can't be good to graphite. You bruise one of them, you break them. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. <laughs> well, not much going on, Mickey. You know, it's no, March. there's not. We're back in another rut. Yeah. You know, last year at this time, uh, we kept complaining about the wind, and the next month we kept complaining about the wind, and <laughs> never stopped. <laughs> the wind never stopped last year, so. At least we got a chance. Maybe we'll stop this year. Well, true. It started off real quiet. June. Yeah. Yeah. Just a, just another year to deal with, you know, and you don't have that many fish around, and there's a lot of unproductive water, and you go fishing. You do the best you can, but <laughs> just crazy March weather. It is. You know, even back in the holidays, Mickey, we weren't, we weren't fishing for numbers. We were looking for big fish this time That's of year. That's it. Yeah. Just got to. That was one of our favorite sayings. You come to the dock and everybody, boy, you didn't get them today? Oh, we were fishing for big ones. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Had a good excuse. We didn't have any fish at all. Yeah, we were fishing for big fish, man. <laughs> yeah. Yep. No, there's not much going on over here either. There's probably not much going on anywhere with this kind of weather. But, you know, redfish save the day. It's what everybody's doing. We had kids all week long. And, and you know, it don't take much to make them happy. And Yeah, they look like they had a good time. They did every day. They really did. But uh, they're, they're, we didn't have the weather to catch a bunch of trout, you know. 
Right. I mean, each boat would come in with one or two or none. Or, uh, you know, I had a couple of days where we caught maybe 10 or 12 that were 16 to almost 17. But Just uh, under the, the cutoff, yep. Yeah. I mean, in that kind of weather, you were lucky to have those. Boy, it's, it's been a tough week. Man, that'd been that'd been some some grillers and boxers right there, buddy. <laughs> Hell yeah. Pigs. Toads. Yeah. You know, as many as many sixteen inch fish as we had last year, I'm, I'm if we can get the right weather, we may have some good fishing this year down here. True. They gotta grow up. At least well, that's what they up. do. If you, if you let them, let a few through, they will grow up. Yeah. They will do yeah, it. If they, if they can get by the porpoises and the sharks, that's the next thing they deal They're with. covered up with predators, man. Porpoises, sharks, bull reds, and uh, lots of fishermen. Yeah. Of course, fishing pressure has been pretty light. It's just there's more guides fishing than there is uh, recreational around here. It's anyway. funny, I I didn't see that many guides fishing this week. You know, normally, normally we're loaded down for spring break, and uh, everybody's tightening that belt up. They're not spending that money. No, they're not. No, they're not. <clears throat> and I guess it's the same way all up and down the coast. I don't know. From what I hear, everybody I'm associated with that I talk to, pretty much the same. You know, girl. I'm not seeing the guys down south posting like they were. Now that kind of slowed up, didn't it? Yeah. You know, I know uh, a lot of the boys from down here are over there fishing. So maybe they got too much pressure and decided to shut shut up for a while. Maybe so. Yeah. So that maybe weather got so. you yesterday, huh? Oh, that was some, man, that line of storms was something else, buddy. Yeah. That was crazy. Boy, I hadn't seen I hadn't seen it rain that hard since Harvey. Wow. Oh, it was coming down. Thank goodness it was just a thin line. It wasn't deep. We'd have yeah. hit it would have flooded. Now, I didn't get something. much rain here at Sugarland out of that whole thing. I think uh they may have got an inch or so in Matagorda. Well, thank God it only yeah. lasted 10 or 15 minutes of that really hard torrential downpour. It would have it would have been way worse. But, man, it had some straight-line winds in it and lightning that was unbelievable. Any hail? I had some real small, way smaller than pea size that I ran through. You know, and I thought, oh, man, I'm fixing to mess my truck up. But, no, it was, it was real tiny. Wasn't much of it. Now, I know... North of us, they had some tennis ball size hail up there somewhere. Yeah, we've been lucky with that, man. They've been catching it every Boy, time they they, these come through. Just, uh, just every norther that comes through goes above us like that. Yeah, it's kind of been the pattern the last six or eight months, staying above us and and going northeast. You know, just sliding, training over that way. Yeah. Which is good. We'll take it. Well, it's March and don't expect much more. But things will get better. Got to set it out and wait. They always do. That's that's yeah. the, that's the game we play, the life we live. 
Yes, sir. Got to roll with it. All right, man. Well, look, if somebody wants to come over and fish with you, Charlie, give them a number out and they want to come over and do a little wading or drifting, you'll accommodate them. How do they get a hold of you? Cell phone, 713-725-2401. All right, my friend. Charlie, have a good one. Good talking to you. And uh, I'll work on this weather, see what I can do with it. Take care, Mickey. I'm trying. All right, buddy. See you. All right. That's Captain Charlie P. over in Matagorda. It's time for our top of the hour break. You're listening to the Outdoor Show on this Saturday morning. We'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 